Today we are broadcasting from Nipaluna, Lutruwita. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this land and elders past, present and emerging. We extend our respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us this morning. For a feel-good start to another day. This is Triple M Breakfast. Triple M Breakfast. Welcome to the podcast. I'd love to know if you're listening, Hobart. If If you're listening to this right now... Send me a text, 0488 881073. Do you have a code word that they yeah. can text you? And I do this, I'm doing this for a number of reasons. I've got my phone unlocked. Mm-hmm. I've never thought about buying a caravan in my life. Okay. But I want you to text in caravan. Okay. And then if you text in caravan, we'll put an extra ticket in the meat tray. Yeah. Um, but also, we'll listen to see if... The device that I have right next to me. It's going to start trying to sell you some caravans. Start selling me caravans. <laughs> and now I've mentioned caravans five or six times. Caravan, caravan, caravan. <laughs> <laughs> What's coming up is we spoke with the executive chef and community engagement facilitator at Government House. Yeah, that was really interesting. We also had a 30 minutes of fame contestant tubes, which oh, yeah. was cool. She was fantastic. And we also talked to Damien Gill from AFL Tasmania about the draftees. Three in the top 20, a sensational result for footy and Tassie. Yeah, huge. And we got your thoughts, Hobart, on the new proposed Battery Point walkway. So you can keep your text coming through on that, 0488881073. But here's what you missed. It's going to be a magic week. We heard from the Bureau of Meteorology yesterday talking about how Possibly this might be the best week of weather we've ever had. Perfect week. 21, 2021-ish. We may be paraphrasing there. That might not have been her exact words. That's my, (laughs) that's Tubesy's take on it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying about it. 20 to 21 every single day this week with not a cloud in the sky except for those clouds that you can see. Just a little dusting of cloud around Kunanyi, Mount Wellington. And I look up at that Mount Wellington and I think to myself. Been there, done that. Been there, ticked that off the box, but. Today, I got to work and one of the workers in the office mm-hmm. here who arrives very early, Matt, said to me, how are you going with your doms? I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> He's like, delayed onset muscle soreness. Oh, and yeah. And I am absolutely full of doms at the moment. Full of doms. I, I've got some... I'm, I'm sore between my shoulder blades. Why? I don't know. Maybe my, you were swinging your arms. My legs are okay. Okay. My legs are all right. My calf and Achilles that was sore before I did the mountain is a little sore. But right behind my left knee, up on the mm-hmm. outside of my knee, back side of my knee, sort of quad, quad calf. I think you... uh, what am I talking about? Hamstring. That <laughs> Quaddy calf. Quaddy calf. <laughs> The quaddy calf is quite sore. You might need a massage or to go see the physio tubes just to make sure everything's all still right. Do you know what I need? What do you need? Just a couple more days, I reckon. Yeah. A couple more days and I'll be right. Are you sore today than you were yesterday? Have you got yep. doms? Yeah. 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 I'm sore today than I was yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I realised that maybe my back and shoulders are sore because I was really leaning into the mountain. <laughs> I, was, I was almost felt like the mountain was on my shoulders as I was walking up. You were carrying up. the weight of the mountain as you walked up the mountain. It was just, it was brutal. It's Triple M Breakfast. Triple M Newsreader, Tessa Randello. Good morning, Tessa. Good morning. What is making news? So some new data 
from Anglicare, uh, an Anglicare report shows that 97% of Aussie rentals are unaffordable for most of our essential workers. And they've got like a big map showing which um, different kind of jobs and how much, what percentage of what areas are affordable. So I've made a little list of the number of a couple of the jobs that Hobart is 0% affordable for. <laughs> Aged care workers, early childhood cleaners, construction workers, delivery drivers, dispatchers, and freight drivers. So people that do the hard work. Yeah. yeah. This sucks. This is just, and this isn't, like you said at the start, this is new data. This isn't new data. This yeah. is just, this is data that's come in, but we knew that this was the way it was heading. Mm-hmm. And I get, I get really angry because someone out there, someone is making money still. Mm-hmm. Someone mm-hmm. is making money hand over fist. And it's not those people that you've just mentioned. Let's no. just go through that list again. So it was aged care workers. Hard early, workers. Essential workers. Yeah. Early childhood cleaners, construction, delivery drivers, dispatchers and freight drivers. All essential. Yep. And guess what? Without people like that out in our society, our society collapses. Absolutely. We go into dramatic crisis. And I know, particularly for aged care workers, they don't just do the work because they need to do the work. They do the work because they love it. Yeah. And a number of these areas struggling to get staff, no wonder. If you can't afford, it's 0% affordable yeah. to live here and work in those industries how? Why would anyone choose to do that? Why wouldn't they live somewhere that is affordable? So what are Anglicare asking for, Tessa? So they just want to see, obviously, more affordable social housing um, being built. The housing ministers are meeting in the next week. Mm-hmm. So they kind of brought this information out just ahead of that. More social and affordable housing, more stuff that can happen kind of as soon as possible is yeah. really what they're calling for and what they've been calling for for a really long time. It's not really a surprise. That's, no. that's what I mean. That's why it's terrible. Because this isn't new news. No. We knew this is the direction it was heading. We knew there was a mm. housing crisis coming. We knew when the cost of living was skyrocketing 12, 18, three months, three years ago. Yeah. 12 months, 18 months, three years ago that this is the direction we were heading and no action was taken. Exactly. Like we could, we could have the houses built. We know that they're starting to talk about these with the Housing Australia Future Fund federally, but a lot of that was knocked back by a lot of the political parties, the Liberals, the Greens knocked it back. Yeah, and we know that there's alternative options because whenever when when we were in the middle of the pandemic, they found solutions to these things. We yeah. can we can take action. I mean, I guess it's why we're kind of in this position in the first place, but if you put things in place at the right time, then they'll be ready before we get to this point. Purely purely frustrated here. So let's get to some good news. <laughs> So the AFL draft was last night. We've got three Tasmanians in the top 20. That was just round one. There's a couple more rounds to go. Um, And we also had pick twos from Tasmania, Colby... McKercher, um, I always get his last name wrong, <laughs> is heading to the Kangaroos, which is super exciting. Riley Sanders was pick six going to the Bulldogs and James Leake, pick 17, going to GWS. He's a bit of a bolt at James Leake, but I know the GWS had their eyes on him and, mm-hmm. and Colby McKercher and Riley Sanders, all great players. And I, mm-hmm. I think there's at least another four that will be in the mix. I think you picked, maybe it was on the podcast yesterday, Tubes, I think you picked that there would be three in last night's. Draft? Just oh, just the usual. What are your future. bets for tonight then? I think we'll see at least three and maybe one rookie. Mm-hmm. Ari Schumacher was one that I thought might have gone in the top 
yeah. round in mm-hmm. round round one, but he'll he'll get picked up. Don't worry about that in, mm-hmm. in the next round. He'll be going soon. Yeah. So I think we'll get at least three more and maybe one more rookie. But we're going to catch up with Damien Gill from the AFL Tasmania to talk about the program, to talk about what it means for Tasmanian footballers across the whole state. This is really great news and a testament to Jeremy Webberley and the de- Tasmania Devils program in the in the junior development programs that we've got here in Tasmania. It's absolutely sensational. Did you see, Rhea, that uh, the old battery point walkways come back into the news? I so, did. I think this is really cool, Chips. Yeah, connecting battery points to Sandy Bay, to me, it makes sense. Yeah. Complete sense. There's obviously some residents around that Clark Avenue area in battery point mm-hmm. that might be affected. And I they- mean, you'd have sort of a walkway impeding your view and I guess a lot of those houses are pretty open. There's pools in the backyard just opening up onto the water. So you would then have people walking Gee, past. Gee, that must be tough. And peering into your backyard. Oh, <laughs> but that's true. If the you've got a backyard days, like that, you can deal with it. The four days that you get to spend in your in your backyard pool per year. In Tassie. Oh, it, to me, it's a simple fix. You make a fence that's too... 2.1 metres high yeah. on the land side because mm-hmm. no one wants to – actually, to be honest, no one's interested in looking into your backyard. No. There would be maybe one or two <laughs> Little creeps, <looky> creeps <laughs> that want to look in, but everyone else is not interested. So you put a fence, a non-climbable fence mm-hmm. that is 2.1 metres high, so then maybe, I don't know, Toby Nankervis from the Richmond Tigers might be able to look over the top if he stands on his tippy toes. That's the Ruckman from the Richmond Tigers. And you know what? Um, he probably can. That's fine. And if, if he, he wants really to, wants to, exactly. have a gander. <laughs> so that the views aren't affected. You see a lovely, and you can, if you want to, if you're in the Clark Avenue area and you want to, you can paint the side of the fence that you want to paint it however you want to mm-hmm. paint it. Paint it like the Derwent. <laughs> Paint it the same colour as the Derwent River. You might have a point there. So where does it? Where does the walkway start, Tubes? It starts basically at the CSIRO mm-hmm. and then goes all the way around to um, Maraville Esplanade. And just on the front, on the outskirts of, like around the edge of Battery Point. Yeah, it'll have to go, there's like a shipyard, the boatyard there, at, um, Muir's Boatyard in Battery Point. It'll probably have to go around the back of that, mm-hmm. down Napoleon Street, I reckon. Yeah. And there's some but, personal jetties there. Do you think that'll impact things? No. Nah, you don't? Guess what? Gates. Have you heard of gates? <laughs> What's a gate? Have you, have you heard of gates? <laughs> They're part of a fence that you can open and walk through. Interesting. Mm. And you can have gates that operate on two sides of a walkway to your own personal jetty. Revolutionary. If What do you think, Hobart? Do you reckon it's a good idea or are you one of the people that live there that wouldn't really want this walkway going around you? I'm going to quickly... One, two, three, four, five. Wild Tubes counts. 14. Give us a call. One, two, three, five, three. Let us know what you think or send us through a text. Oh, four, double eight, double eight, one, oh, seven, three. Fourteen houses. Fourteen around about. Let's say 20. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's err on the side of caution and yep. say there's 20 houses, 20 residents that will be affected by this. Yeah. I don't mind it. Let's jump in and do it. What do you think, Hobart? 0488881073. Send us a text. You want to see the Battery Point Walkway connecting basically from Bridgewater through to Taruna. That's there you true. Go. That's what it's all about. It's triple M breakfast. Love it when you text in on 0488881073. Some text flying in about the Battery Point Walkway. We'll get to those in a moment. 
I've just got a question for Hot Tub Gary. <laughs> Are you in the hot tub, Gary? Send us a picture, mate. <laughs> He's been in the hot tub last few days. and Gary called in last week. He works night shift and then comes home and gets in the hot tub and, in, and winds down a little bit. I love it. Has a beer in the hot tub. Yeah, at quarter to seven. Every morning. That's I love it. Brilliant. Uh, this text has come through from Justin in Bell Reeve. Mm-hmm. Hi, Rare and Tubes. Just paid this week's whole rent on power. <sighs> oh, sorry, whole pay on power. Right. Next week's whole re- pay goes to rent. Hope the following week can cover everything else for the month before the following again goes entirely to rent. Is everyone else having troubles with the cost of living? I think so, Justin. Yeah, that's tough. I think I said it yesterday. I don't know anyone, anyone that has disposable mm. income. No. I'm very I, like I'm very lucky. I've got a job here, yeah. but I also have an, other jobs that I have to go and do. Yeah. And that used to be what Aaron and I called, my partner Aaron and I called our play money. Mm-hmm. That was the stuff that we used to do stuff with. Yeah. Not doing that. Not quite enough anymore. No. Yeah. No. We like I'm with you, Justin. A game changer for me, Tubes, with power bills, and not everyone has the capacity to do this, but I direct debit a tiny bit amount every week so that then when the bill comes, you're either in credit or you don't have as much to pay. You're not having bill shock. Exactly. Yeah. 50 bucks a week, sorry, 50 bucks a fortnight is what I would try to do, but even, you know, even just 20 bucks, whatever you can to go towards it to help it be a little bit less confronting when it comes in the mail. Yeah. Yeah. That that changed my life, to be honest. It, it made a huge difference for me. Yeah, and you probably don't notice the smaller amounts coming out exactly every time, do you? Exactly. It, you sort of can budget a little bit easier. Hi, Tubes. It's utterly ridiculous that those people in Battery Point have been holding Hobart to ransom over the walkway. Take a look at the plans that Jim Gandy has completed over the years. Step into the now, and that's mm-hmm. in capital letters, Hobart. Step into the now, Hobart. Yeah. Comes from Amy in Sandy Bay. And I think that this would make, I think this would make a lot of difference to be able to, you know, we've got the scooters now. So yes, I don't that's know if so you've, true. you've ever scooted from Sandy Bay into town. I've done that. There's a few hills. If you were able to go round Battery Point on the walkway, you would absolutely save time and I think people would be more keen to go running, exercising, rather than have to go over the hill of Battery Point. Love to hear your thoughts, Hobart. 0488881073, that's the text line. I'll give it to you again. 0488881073. Send us a text. You can send us pictures. The Triple M Prize Wheel. We've got loads of prizes up on the prize wheel. And all you've got to do is give us a call it's on one triple three five three. Good morning to Tony from Oatlands. Good day, mate. How are you going? Oh, look, flying Tony. How are things in Oatlands <laughs> this morning, mate? Beautiful one day, perfect the next. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think we, we've. You might have heard on Triple M from Brian O'Reilly, who calls himself the Mayor of Oatlands. He's not actually the Mayor, <laughs> but he does love it up there, Tony. He does. Uh, it's, a be- it's a beautiful place, Jim. Yeah. It is. It gets a bit chilly, but now is the perfect time to be in Oatlands, I reckon. Yeah. Absolutely yeah, glorious. Now, Tony, why, why are you up so early? Mate, I, I was a Stornaway just travelling north to do some safety audits. Ah, oh. excellent. Now, Stornaway do all the traffic management, don't you? That's correct, mate. Yeah, traffic management, civil, some roads, yep. Doing plenty up through the Midlands. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that, that's not us, mate, no. Oh, right. Yeah, we won't blame you for that, <laughs> no, don't we? No. So, Tony, uh, where, tell us a bit about yourself. 
Uh, mate, um, in my 50s, moved down from New South Wales about 18 months ago. Yep. Nice. Uh, my part, my, um, me and my, part, my partner works for McConnell Dale for the Bridgewater Bridge Project. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Okay. And I, I was driving the um, the straddle crane up at the uh, precast yard, and I just moved on to a bigger and better things. That is brilliant, Tony. That, yeah. that's, that's amazing. So you're a new Tasmanian. Yeah, yeah mate, yeah. <laughs> and, and you moved from New South Wales to Oaklands. Yeah, mate. Oh, it went to South Hobart first for uh, six months, and then yep. we decided to buy a house in Oakland. Yeah, love it. Glorious, yeah. Tony. Absolutely glorious, mate. Well, we spun the wheel already. Yep. Are you happy with what I've spun up, or would you like to spin it again? Uh, what number is it? Twenty-eight. <laughs> twenty-eight. Uh, yeah, I'll go twenty-eight, mate. Yeah, twenty-eight. Yep. No problems. Well, you'll be happy with this. Well, I would okay. be. I certainly would be. <laughs> okay. You've won. <laughs> $50 to spend at Brighton's Best Bakehouse. Brighton's oh, Best right. Bakehouse is the home of first prize pies. No worries, mate. Thank you very much. That is Thank sensational. You. Short drive south of Oatlands there for yeah. you, Tony, and definitely <laughs> worth it. I can yeah. I can thoroughly recommend the Thai green chicken curry pie. <laughs> Thai green chicken curry. All right, mate. Have, no a, have a crack at that, Tony. That's Tony. He's won a prize. We'll and thanks to Scotty and the team at Brighton's Best Bakehouse. They've been big supporters of the show for a long time. Have a great day, Tony. Yes, thank you very much, mate. Drive Appreciate safe, it. heading we'll up do. north to Launceston. Just yeah. make sure you get out, okay? Yeah, no, I smile. <laughs> <laughs> to come home, that's the rule if you go to right. It's Triple M Breakfast. As you come off the Tasman Bridge towards Hobart, you will look up and you will see the magnificent place that is Government House. We are speaking with Ainsley Wagner, who is the Executive Chef and Community Engagement Facilitator at Government House, to talk about what is going on at Government House. Good morning, Ainsley. Good morning, Tubes. How are you? It's great to have your company. Now, Government House, to me, seems like one of these places that a lot of us see as we come off the bridge or we head around the domain, but it's almost one of those places that seems like a little bit of out of bounds for Hobart. Mm. Can you tell us what's happening at Government House that maybe will shine a light on it as to our community, that it isn't really like that? It's not like that anymore, Tubes. It used to be like that. And I must say, years ago when I first started, um, it was very much the house on the hill. Mm. And now it is very much the people's house. And we, especially with this governor in particular, her mission has been to really, um, and hence my new position as well as community engagement facilitator, to really um, have us being way more involved in the community and really entrenched in the community as well. Yeah, I've been up there for a couple of things lately, the Volunteer Awards earlier in the year. Oh, yes. And that was probably – and then I, pl- I played backyard, a game of backyard cricket out <laughs> on the front lawn a little while before that. But I'm starting to see that more things are happening at Government House. Tell us what's coming up at Government House. Uh, what's coming up and what is happening at Government House? Yes. Uh, well, look, for a start, let's look at tomorrow. So tomorrow we've got um, our Beera Street Primary coming to um, a group of young children – um, to students to come to the um, vegetable garden and they're actually going to see what a true paddock to plate looks like. Wow. So they'll be there um, for a couple of hours. We've also got another group of students coming in um, who are homeschooled because we've got a community garden that's been one of um, um, her governor, the governor's um, missions as well is to have a community garden so students from lower economic socioeconomic schools can see a really true paddock to plate as well and so we've got six students coming um, to spend um, about three or four hours gardening there as well as um, having a group of um, older students from University of the Third Age to come and spend a day with us as well. 
as well as two other teachers from Elizabeth College who I'm going to incorporate with the University of the Third Age and we're going to have a whole day about um, talking about Actually, just because you're a bit older doesn't mean that you don't still keep eating really healthy food as well. So, so it's about education as well. Why, Very much so. Why is community engagement important to Her Excellency? Because, as I said before, it has been the house on the hill for a long time and also because it, she wants to really... Her Excellency really wants to be having the Government House very involved um, we've been very involved in things like um, some of the new projects that are coming up and one of the biggest projects is, which we're all really super excited about, is, um, I've just got to read this out a little bit so I don't <laughs> sound too terrible, um, but Her Excellency early on in May had a significant discussion with His Majesty King Charles III this year yes. um, in regard to the adaptive reuse of the stables and um, some outbuildings, which have basically been used for junk really yeah, for years. Yeah, great. And they're going to be put to good use to be made into a museum, to made into an interpretation centre and a cafe and shops and to give us a much bigger space to actually um, uh, offer uh, classes and things like that. At the moment, um, over COVID, we had a room that people used as a staff lunch room. We don't offer staff lunches anymore. Everyone does what everyone else does now and buy their own lunch and bring their own lunch in. And... Um, and then I asked if we can get it set up as what we call a learning room. And so um, we've got the old beautiful kitchen tables that used to be at Government House. And um, it's all set up for students of all ages to sit. It's like a cold kitchen. And we go down to the garden. And we So tomorrow we're going to get a lot of cabbage. And the young students love making sauerkraut because they mush it up with their hands. <laughs> I think it tastes... Um, you know, a bit funky, <laughs> and um, but they take home a little bottle of that, and they love it, and they can all laugh and go. It sounds like a fart, doesn't it? <laughs> and they take home some homemade lemon cordial as well. So the students um, working in what's in season, because I'm also um, the vice chair of Eat Well Tasmania, and our governor is the patron. In fact, she's patron of a hundred organisations. Wow! And um, so another um, thing about being in the, within the community as well is that. Um, uh, being patron of those organisations, I mean, those organisations um, have a lot of involvement with us and she has a lot of involvement with them as well. Yeah, it's great to see that it is turning the corner. Like I said, it it seemed to be that place that was a little bit out of bounds to Hobart and now I feel like it's starting to turn the corner of being a little bit more involved in the community. Where can people get the information on what's happening at Government House? So you can get the information online. And um, always um, email me. I can give you all sorts of information as well. Because things like um, Open Day, we had the big Open Day last year and it was the first time we've ever had all these um, um, groups like Aurora Disability, Migrant Resource, CWA, that sort of stuff. And that's what I organise. Yeah, fantastic. Well, it's so great to have that facility there for us to be able to use as a community. I know it's one of the most beautiful buildings in in Hobart, if not Tasmania. Ainsley Wagner, the Executive Chef and Community Engagement Facilitator at Government House. Thanks for shining a light on what's happening at Government House. Pleasure. Hope to see everybody there soon. It's your time to shine with Triple M's 30 Minutes of Fame. All you've got to do is head to triplem.com.au, upload a video of yourself showcasing your talents and the most impressive entries will join us here on Triple M Breakfast. In fact, we have one of our Triple M 30 Minutes of Fame contestants right here, Anita Fitz. Good morning. Good morning, Tubes. It's great to have your company. Tell us a bit about Anita Fitz. What do you do for a living? I work as a real estate agent for Petrusma Property in Howrah. I'm with Eastern Shore team. How long have you been doing that? 
I've been doing that for about 18, 19 months now. How's it all going? It's going really, really well. Excellent. Great yes. news. You got kids? Two children, yes. <laughs> I know this. <laughs> <laughs> one in high school and one in grade five. So one in grade seven and one in grade five. Brilliant. Archie and Macy, of course. And your husband, I know Marcus very well. Tell us about him. Uh, yeah, he's my husband, Marcus Fitz. <laughs> he said not to talk about him today, but we'll talk <laughs> about him. <laughs> Why did he say that? I don't know. He's a shy guy. He reckons he's a shy guy. <laughs> Absolutely, isn't he? He's played footy at Lauderdale. He's played basketball at a high level too. He's a freak show. Yeah, and he's helping coach Lauderdale this year, so super, super pumped. Oh, I tell you what, Lauderdale are going to be flying if they got Marcus Fitz at the helm too with uh, Bundy yep. Christensen. Yeah, and Tim Perkins. Oh, plenty going on at Lauderdale Football Some good Club. players. But we're not here to talk about Marcus Fitz. We're talking about Anita Fitz. Why did you enter Triple M's 30 Minutes of Fame? I entered because I had a conversation with you many, many years ago about doing a podcast. Yeah, you did. I did. And it has always been on my mind. We've done some acting together with um, GP Training Tasmania. And I think, you know, we had some brainwaves there. (laughs) And then you went and joined radio without me. So I'm like, here I am. Well, we're going to get a little bit into what makes Anita Fitz tick. But I'm really sorry that I did this without you. I didn't really know that you were serious about it, to be honest, Anita. (laughs) There's still time. There's still time here on triplem.com.au is where you can head along to be a part of Triple M's 30 Minutes of Fame. Anita Fitz is our 30 Minutes of Fame recipient for this half an hour. It's Triple M Breakfast. You can get involved at triplem.com.au. It's Triple M Breakfast. Triple M's 30 Minutes of Fame is happening now. You can get involved at triplem.com.au. Most impressive entries will join us here on Triple M Breakfast, plus one lucky star will win an exclusive VIP experience thanks to the Tasman, a luxury collection hotel in Hobart, plus the White Sage Skin and Wellness Package, holistic skin clinic providing experiences and real results. Anita Fitz in the studio live now. You just were talking about wanting to start a podcast with me, Anita. The reason why it never started was because I don't feel like you had an idea. What was your idea for our podcast? <laughs> there was no idea. You said, what are we going to talk about? I don't know what we're going to talk about. We can talk about anything. I think at the time we'd done some acting together in another gig at Rest Point and we'd been yes. Catherine and William, Prince, oh, Prince, Prince. Princess Catherine and Prince William. Yeah, I was Prince William for those that don't know and you were Princess Catherine. Yes, yes. And I was in a jacket that was more like a straight jacket than anything, almost like a girdle. It was so tight. And I was in my mother's wedding dress. (laughs) Yeah, which is amazing. That would never fit me now. Yes, you said, what are we going to talk about? I "I don't know, we'll just just talk. And here we are just talking. Just doing it right now. (laughs) Yeah. So tell the people in Hobart who are listening right now, what makes you tick, Anita? What's your passion? Some would say I have too many passions. I try and do too many things at once, but I do love people. So I guess people were my passion. I love hanging out with people, talking to people, doing activities like walking, riding, paddleboarding. I feel like you're one of the busiest people in Hobart. Every time I see you, you've done something. You've got something to talk about. You're caravanning. You're up riding bikes at Derby. You're selling loads of houses. You're doing heaps of stuff. How do you fit it all in? I have a very good husband. (laughs) (laughs) We we said we weren't going to talk about Marcus and all we've done is talk about Marcus. No, no. I fit it all in. I don't know. my brain like works overload. Yeah, you know, I'm sort of doing things 
before I even do them in my, in my head. <laughs> what, is that that, what, yeah, that, what does that mean, Anita? I don't know if I truly live in the moment. I guess that's what it means. Like uh, I'm already contemplating things before they happen. You're contemplating what's next before yeah, what's it's next? actually happening. Yeah, right. So what's next for you this week, Anita? This week. Got a busy week. So I've got a friend coming down from Melbourne. Mm-hmm. We're hanging out at the shack. Where's your shack? Carlton Beach. Beautiful place. Yes, yeah. So we've only just sort of finished doing that up for Shackified. Yeah, hopefully we're going to have a swim. Yeah, well, yeah. it's starting to get to that time in Tasmania where you can have a swim. Yeah, we're just going to run in whether it's cold, warm. That's it. We're just going to a cold ocean swim. Yeah, Did you do, have you done the nude solstice swim? Well, I didn't do it officially with the dark mofo nude swim, but a couple of girlfriends and I did meet at Roach's Beach the morning of. And <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, in the, in the dark. And we had our own set up there and we did our own nude swim. But then we could have actually made it in time back to the registered swim as well, but we didn't. Why did you do your own salsa swim? <laughs> You'd be surprised. There's a few groups around that did their own salsa swim. <laughs> I don't know. I think because it was earlier and so we didn't interrupt with our children's routine, you know, because you're always thinking about the children. So we decided to meet at six o'clock in the morning rather than seven. Yeah, I ran in and ran out. So, But I have since gone and done a cold swim and sauna. At Carlton, there's an awesome place that offer ice baths and saunas. And I've learnt that just running in and running out actually does nothing for you. So you've got to stay in the water for three minutes. I heard you on that day. We exhil- lost you. Yeah, one of the most exhilarating things I've ever done. It was so much fun. It was so refreshing. It was exhilarating, as I said. And the energy on the day of the nude salsa swim was like nothing I've ever experienced in my life. It was such a positive vibe. And people say, oh, what was it like being nude around so many people? I don't remember. I was standing next to one of my mates. I don't remember looking at him in the nude. I saw one of my mate's mums. I don't remember seeing her in the nude. I just remember the experience of running into the water, the exhilarating feeling of hitting that freezing cold water, swimming out to the pontoon, swimming back, and then just getting dressed. It was amazing. And apparently after a cold swim, you're actually on a natural high for up to six hours. I felt like I'm still on the natural high six months later. (laughs) Anita Fitz is our recipient of the 30 minutes of fame here on Triple M. You can get involved too at triplem.com.au. Upload a video like Anita has done and you could be here joining me on Triple M Breakfast. Triple M's 30 Minutes of Fame recipient, Anita Fitz, who is here. She's a real estate agent. She just talked about how much she loves a nude swim. And if you need your house sold by anyone in Hobart, why wouldn't you use Anita Fitz? (laughs) Anita, we're going to talk a little bit about the stadium and the debate around the AFL Tasmania team. What do you think about it? I've definitely been on the AFL Yes team. Yeah, I think it would do absolutely amazing things for Tasmania, not just for the AFL team but like the stadium itself i'm going to melbourne three times over the next three months for three different events which i'm hoping that if you know we had a stadium at least one of those may come to hobart so what are the events that you're going over for Robbie Williams, yeah. can't wait. Pink, and the other one probably wouldn't. That is Moulin Rouge. Moulin Rouge, yeah, okay. But still, there's been people in the theatre community here in Tasmania that say a stadium down on Hobart's waterfront would be able to bring larger shows to Tasmania. What do you think about the cost of it all? I truly believe that the cost will, even though it's going to cost millions and billions of dollars, the thing that it would do for Tasmania and Tasmania's young people will outweigh any cost. Yes, I believe it's a big cost, but and I've spoken to people in government, there's different buckets of money. So even if this money wasn't being spent on a stadium, it's never going to be spent on health and education. Those buckets of money just 
from what I have been told and my understanding, never cross. So if you're not going to spend it on the stadium, what are you going to spend it on to improve Tasmania? It's a fair question. If you've got any thoughts on this, you can text in on 0488 Who do you follow on the footy? Carlton. Sounds pretty good. We might have to sign you up as a permanent <laughs> member of the team here. But will you dump the blues if... We get a Tasmanian team? Yes, I will. And what about 100%. your kids? Will they play footy for the AFL Tasmania team, do you think? I don't know. Archie got a best in Ferris this year and he missed 10 games, so quite possibly. Well, he's, <laughs> it's in his DNA for sure if we think about his footy and sporting prowess through his parents. Anita, it's been so good having you here. We'll come back with Anita Fitz to say goodbye as part of Triple M's 30 Minutes of Fame. It's Triple M Breakfast. Sharing Triple M's 30 Minutes of Fame with Anita Fitz. Anita, the time has come to an end. It's time to say goodbye. Oh, so sad. It's happened pretty quick. Have you had fun? I have had fun. And what's your advice to people out there who are thinking about perhaps entering Triple M's 30 Minutes of Fame? Oh, definitely enter. Yeah, if you can enter and win a prize. Hopefully I'm in the lead for the prize. (laughs) I've never been to Pepina and... I've heard the breakfast is absolutely amazing. Yeah, well, it's all thanks to the Tasman, a luxury collection hotel in Hobart, where you get a night's accommodation at the Tasman, dinner for two at Pepina, breakfast for two at Pepina, plus drinks at Mary Mary, and then the White Sage Skin and Wellness Package, a holistic skin clinic providing experiences and real results. Thanks so much for coming in. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure to get to know you better. I was stoked that you entered, Anita. I know you and I talked about uh, starting a podcast. Have you thought any more about what the podcast could be about? No, but I am going to go home and write down some ideas. We could do it on the side. I know you're a busy man and I'm a busy girl, but I reckon there's still room for a podcast. Yeah, absolutely, Anita. All right, thanks so much for coming in. It's Triple M Breakfast, celebrating Triple M's 30 Minutes of Fame. Tasmania's on track to break all sorts of records with the AFL draft. Last night, the first round of the draft was held at AFL House, and we had three Tasmanians taken in the top 20, which is a sensational result for all things AFL in Tasmania. To talk us through what that means for Tassie and the game in our state, Damien Gill is the head of AFL Tasmania and joins us live. Good morning, Gilly. Morning, Tubes. How are you? Oh, it's great to have you on the show again, Gilly. Of course, we had Colby McKercher taken at pick number two, Riley Sanders at pick number six, and James Leake, Rounding us out for the Tasmanians taken last night. How does it feel, mate? Yeah, it's it's unbelievable, to be honest. This year's been such a historic one for Tasmanian footy. And, and last night's sort of the, the cherry on top of the cake. Um, these boys have just been outstanding all year. Such great advertisements for our state and have applied themselves so well and thoroughly deserve to hear their names called last night. It was great to, to watch on and see their joy and, all the family there uh, relishing in it because it is really the, the biggest ones that deserve the congratulations of the boys themselves, but their families that uh, get right behind them, make sure they're best prepared uh, for the rigors of AFL and the chance at the big time. And yeah, magnificent to see tubes. It's it is really wonderful to see Colby McKercher go at number two. I think he's the highest pick in Tasmanian yeah mm. draft history. I mean, people say Nick Rewalt, but he was here about six months, Gilly, but uh, a little bit longer than that. But, Gilly, to, to see these young fellows grow up through our program here through the Tasmanian Devils, I've watched a few of these guys since they were very, very young. Um, it's it's really hard work to get to this point, but the hard work starts now too. Oh, 100%. I think a few of the boys I've heard actually say that straight away. It might have been Colby when he interviewed yesterday. 
Um, and I think that the good thing about these three boys in particular, they're just such outstanding young men and they've got into this position because they've left no stone unturned and they understand what it's going to take to be a professional. And I have no doubt that they're going to have an impact at their club and they're going to value add. They're just terrific people. But yeah, last night was, um, it's a real feather in the cap of our program. I'm, I'm proud of our people and our, and our program for what they do is they give our boys and girls the best chance uh, to hear their name called out. They help them to get the most out of themselves. And uh, a lot of credit from my point of view has to go to Jeremy Webberley in the program. He's run with our talent managers across our three regions. Um, it, it isn't a, a traditional way to run a program where we're split across three regions, but we, I actually think we turn it into a real strength of ours. And, uh, yeah, Jeremy's done a terrific job and you, you'll hear when the boys are interviewed, they all laud his efforts and how connected he is with them. He's been a terrific coach and, and leader of our program. I was going to mention Jeremy Webberley there because it's been a lean few years for Tasmanians getting drafted, Gilly. What has Jeremy brought as far as experience goes? Because he has had some AFL experience, but what has he brought to the to the table as far as a coach of the Tasmanian Devils program? Yeah, I think Jeremy might be the best appointment I've made. Uh, no offence to others, but he's just done such a great job. The, the last couple, of, you talk about lean, but since he's been in there, I, I feel like our program walks a little taller and um, everyone uh, feels pretty good about themselves and we actually lean into the strengths of being Tasmanian and I think he's someone that, that can walk the walk on that because he didn't follow a traditional path to the AFL. He's sort of seen it all from a football perspective but more than that AFL acumen or that AFL experience the thing that makes Jeremy so good is his ability to connect with people his ability to communicate um, and it, he's done such a good job at bringing the state together uh, and he, un- he just understands the state which is such a crucial element so yeah he's uh, it's no no secret really but he just does such a good job of all those facets the draft continues tonight gilly how many people are going to be drafted tonight how many of our lads can we expect to go in the rest of the draft and the rookie drafts yeah we've got three or four really good chances um young jack cullinan son of ian a small forward from clarence down here he's a really good chance geordie payne uh who was a forward originally turned back this season from winyard uh, he's a very good chance. And Heath Ollington um, from Burnie, a midfielder, half forward, also in the mix. So hopefully a couple more Tasmanians called out. And then the big ones, Ari Schalmaker, yep. um, who's probably the best kick of the draft. So I'd expect to hear Ari's name called out. Um, he's a, a really prodigious talent and a It'd be good to see him on an AFL list. I think he'll get there, Gilly. I think whoever grabs him up will grab an absolute bargain. Damien Gill from AFL Tez, thanks so much for taking the time to chat with us here on Triple M. Thanks. Cheers, cheers. It's Triple M Breakfast. Love your texts coming through. They're coming through thick and fast too. We can now get pictures, which is wonderful. Brendan has sent us in a picture from Berrydale. Brendan in Barrydale on out on my morning walk, trendsetters, and he sent a beautiful picture of what I think might be Richards Road in Barrydale. Absolutely glorious. This Looks morning, gorgeous. Brendan. Very green, Brendan. Could be the Garden of Eden right there. We might pop that up on our socials. Aaron sent us a picture. Going to be a cracker day in the Derwent Valley tubes. Cheers, Aaron. And he sent a picture of the truck cab looking out across the Derwent Valley. Absolutely nice. sensational. Love that. Uh 
Anyone spending their weekly pay on a bill raised over three months simply needs to learn basic budgeting. Cheers from Alf and Tramir. Good on you, Alf. That's the thing, though, Alf. They don't teach us basic budgeting in schools, to be honest. <laughs> That's true. Hi, Tubes. I think the Battery Point walkway is a wonderful idea. Let's build it now. I know rental property in Battery Point, but I don't live there. The Battery Point snobs need to pull their head in and shut up. <laughs> There's Thanks, a point. Thanks, Barb. Appreciate the text, Barb. You can text us anytime. 0488881073. Tell us your thoughts on the Battery Point walkway. It's been contentious issue again for mm. a long, 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 long time. Longer but what did you say? Any- Loosely? 20 houses 20 could houses. be impacted by it. That's a guess. Yeah. That's, I hazard a guess there. And it's a, it's a generous guess, so I think it would be less than that. And my point is if we put a big fence that's 2.4 metres long. There'd be very few high, people that can see long, over that. It's going to be a longer fence, but at 2.4 <laughs> yeah, metres high, paint the other side of the fence the same colour as the Derwent. The people in those houses you won't, won't know the know difference. It's there. And they can get used <laughs> gates. Some pictures flying in on the text line, 0488881073. Morning to Crystal in Dover, who sent us a picture of Hideaway Bay. Love that. And JD Excavations, Josh there from JD Excavations, says that he's living the dream. Keep up the great work. And he sent me a picture of the digger. Oh. Love it. Did you see the one from Duncan? No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes, I did. Yeah, here it is. Duncan. G'day, Duncan from Howrah. Hi, guys. Went to a new client and asked what happened to the last gardener. They said he's over there. Oh, a skeleton. <laughs> Maybe some... Uh, Leftover Halloween. Residue from Halloween, yeah. yeah. We do this every single day. Give you a chance to win 100 bucks cash to do whatever you want. Thanks to Creative Homes, $50,000 first home builders boost on now by Creative Homes. We've got two contestants on 13353. Good morning to Liam from Glenorchy. Good morning, how are you? What's happening in your world today, Liam? Uh, just a bit of work up at Orford today. Up nice. at Orford? What, yeah. are you, what are you doing up there, Liam? Uh, I've got a new house build coming up. Oh, that sounds cool. pretty good, Liam. You chippy, yeah. are you, Liam? Yeah, yeah, chippy. Love it, love it. Can you test your buzzer, please, Liam? Liam. Beautiful. Let's find out who you're playing against today. You've got Fiona from Kingston. Good morning, Fiona. Good morning. What's happening in your world, Fiona, today? I'm just about to go doing some work training. Excellent. What are you training in? Um, Edge care, manual handling. Love it. Yeah. Love it. You make sure you look <laughs> after your body and you're a real angel, Fiona. That's right. Can you test- Ten years now. Ten years. Wow. Wowee. Well, wonderful stuff, Fiona. Love it. Can you test your buzzer, please? Fiona. Beautiful. All right, here we go. We've got three questions. If you get... Two of them correct. You win 100 bucks cash thanks to Creative's $50,000 first home builders boost on now by Creative Homes. Question number one. How many Tasmanians found their way to an AFL team in the first round of the AFL draft last night? Was it A, 7, B, 3? Liam. Liam. B. Correct. It is three. Well done, Liam. Question number two. Oh, this is a, a tough one. This is logic. You've got to run this one through your mind. <laughs> If you turn off the Tasman Highway headed towards Lauderdale at Mornington, what highway are you now on? Is it A, the East Derwent Highway, or B, the South Arm Highway? Liam. A. Liam. B, South Arm. 
And just like that, Liam, you've won yourself a hundred bucks cash. <laughs> Fiona, you yelled out the wrong answer anyway. I did, I know. <laughs> I have, got a bit nervous. Have a great day, Fiona. You treat yourself today, won't you, despite having some learning to do? Maybe you're treating yourself with some education. I like yeah. it. That's right, yeah. Thank you. No worries, Liam, you've won a hundred bucks cash. Well done. Thank you. What are you going to do? Are you going to take a hundred bucks or are you going to come back tomorrow for two hundred? Oh, feeling a bit risky. You might come back tomorrow. Whoa, I, I love it, it, Liam. I love it. I like the cut of your jib. <laughs> You're up there building houses in Orford today, and you'll be back tomorrow on Triple M. We'll talk to you tomorrow, Liam. Will do. I love it. Liam from Glenorchy's coming back on Tassie Trivia for 200 bucks, thanks to Creative's $50,000 first home builders boost on now by Creative Homes. It's Triple M Breakfast. Jules from Blackman's Bay joins us live. Good morning, Jules. Hi, guys. How are you going? What's happening in your world, Jules? Well, just doing a normal school drop-off. Mm-hmm. And there's a pilot vehicle ahead of about 20 cyclists directly outside St. Aloysius Primary School all the way down to Blackman's Bay Primary School, all in between the lollipop ladies holding up the entire lane where <laughs> it's already skinny as it is. And you have to be 1.5 metres away from them so no one can park. Oh, that's frustrating. In the morning. Yeah, Jules. Do you know yeah. what, the, what the idea is there? Is it a fundraiser? I don't or is it know. Just... I'm assuming it's something that's obviously been organised because there is a pilot vehicle. But, I mean, why would you – who would authorise something at 8.30 in, in the morning outside two primary schools? Peak drop-off. <laughs> yeah. Peak drop-off there, <laughs> Jules. <laughs> it's bizarre. But, hey, what isn't? I know sometimes that cyclists can grind the gears of our motorists, but we do still have to take care around them, Jules. Absolutely. However, you know. a little frustrating perhaps that it's right at peak drop-off time. so many cyc- like cycling tracks around Hobart, around beautiful waterways, you know, that, uh, and, and, and much better traffic if it is a fundraiser along, uh, you know, the Brooker Highway where you can go along the water. There's a designated track that goes all the way along a beautiful scenery. Um, we've got such beautiful uh, areas to cycle around Hobart, and and they pick they pick um, two schools <laughs> and yeah. drop off when okay in the end, did it, Jules? We got her there. We got her there in good. time, which is good. Brilliant, Jules. <laughs> Love it when you call up on one triple three five three. Thanks for your call, Jules. Have a good day. You too, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening. And if you are still listening, text Caravan Tubes Taylor. To 0488 <laughs> Caravan Tubes Taylor, or the whole three words mm-hmm. with your name, Caravan Tubes Taylor, and I will not only give you one ticket in the metro, I'll give you 10. Ten I'll give you tickets 10 in the tickets metro. in the metro. Right, That's how it. generous I'm feeling. Tubes Taylor, Caravan Tubes Taylor. Yeah. Just those three words. Mm hmm. <laughs> and I'll give you 10 tickets in the no metro. No one's approved this. He's gone rogue. I've gone rogue! <laughs> I've gone nuts. Thanks for your company. What a great, what a great thirty minutes of fame. You can get involved with that as well. Just like Anita Fitz, she was sensational. Just telling she stories. Was. She was rambling on a bit, to be honest. <laughs> oh, was that YouTube? That's uh, me. Enter there at triplem.com.au. Send us a ninety-second video. It can be of anything, just yep. dancing, whatever. Telling us a story. Yep, absolutely. Get involved. Triplem.com.au. We'll be back from six a.m. tomorrow. Have a great day. Treat yourself. Weekdays on Triple M and anywhere on the Listener app. It's Triple M.